welcome back to It's Crazier in My Business, episode 48. Baker's Dozen, Dozen, Dozens, Dozen. Baker's Dozen minus two. Regular Dozen times four. The regular Dozens. Oh, I guess it would be Maker. Wait. What's a four dozen? I don't know, but my math was not right. Four dozens? Yeah, your math's never right. You're bad at math. Yeah, I am bad at math. because you didn't take your prenatals. No, I was bad before. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that there's a thing for... A, like four dozen of no. something? Whatever. It's the four dozen special. I mean, you could always Google it. I'm not doing that right now. Wow. Anyways, we're your What is the point of we're us here. having Hello. access don't do to, this to me. <laughs> the internet? In the palm of our hands. The world wide web. <sighs> For you to just squander our access. I currently is. My phone is in use so that I can pull up the questions for this episode because I'm the only one who ever reads them. Why don't you use your phone? I don't have my phone. And you stopped referencing things that weren't on the air. They don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't have my phone. So between the two of us, the only one that could look it up is you. It's not present at the time. Mm currently this mm. time right now and what is the point of having legs and feet if not to be able to walk to find to traverse this land your legs are sore oh are they are they yeah they are from laying around from doing water aerobics um i did the same water aerobics and then did. i did it again the next day whose fault is that mine yeah and it's i been, didn't say it was anybody else's fault i was giving days. an explanation and as i don't want to hear your complaint my legs hurt I wasn't complaining. Yeah, you did. I was giving you an explanation. Mm, it sounded like a complaint. It sounded like you were whinging. I was what? Whining. Oh. It's UK slang. Mm, we're not in the UK. Mm, I'm always there mentally. Hello, governor. <laughs> I should have expected that. <laughs> I should have expected you to say something dumb as fuck. <laughs> Anyways, are we going to introduce ourselves and tell them about the podcast? I tried. And yeah, you, you can. Go ahead. Me. Hi, I'm Tavi, and I'm a comedian, and also one of your hosts of this lovely podcast. Yeah, I'm Becky, also a comedian and a co-host of this podcast. Where we do what? We listen. No. <laughs> read. Read. <laughs> never Sorry, listen. Sorry, I always never mix listen. the two up, <laughs> because when I read outside of this, it is listening yeah, to audiobooks. She doesn't read. She only um, listens. Okay. we. Can, I'm pretty sure that listening to audiobooks still makes me well-read. Mm. No, it doesn't. I think that's ableist. Mm, not for you. <laughs> you don't get <laughs> for to other, decide. For other people, that's yes. That's not how you ableism works. You don't get to claim. I can listen quicker than I can read. That doesn't make this ableist. I think it does. No, you're using it for convenience, not out of necessity. Oh, because we all know that living with the disability of reading slowly is is so that a di- is reading slowly a disability? Having a process, having processing issues. Okay, but do you have processing issues? Or I don't are know for sure. Is it exploiting a community to make a point to self-diagnose myself because I no, can't afford to get an actual it. assessment? I won't allow it. I will not allow my brethren to be exploited and their community to be exploited by you because you want to make a point. Your brethren, my brethren. <laughs> You want to elaborate on that? No, I don't need to. Okay. I don't have to just How are they your brethren and not my own? Because you're exploiting them. You've I'm not exploiting them. Do you Anyways, you guys, if this is the first time that you've tuned into this podcast, we 
don't usually scream at each other so early on. <laughs> That's a lie. Uh, we just usually edit it out on all the other episodes, but you guys, <laughs> you guys are getting the full full taste. Um, we read your listeners submitted questions and give you advice, I read or them. just answer them. I read. Becky listens, and then we give you advice. I read them sometimes. When in the past she has read in the past, yes, and will read in the future. No, that's definitely a lie. You don't get to determine. I'm that future happenings are lies if they haven't happened yet. Please don't invalidate the fact that I'm clairvoyant. (laughs) I think that's debatable. For who? I think that the power of your clairvoyance could might be. I mean, it could be incorrect. You you know what. There is merit to what you're saying. The only problem is that you personally don't have the skill set to determine that. Okay? You're not there. You're not on the level. But it doesn't make me wrong? It doesn't make you wrong. Okay, well, I think that's what matters. But it does mean that the basis for this is somewhat a little unfounded. Mm, Seems pretty founded to me. I found it. No. I got there. Mm. I was going to say something really (laughs) mean (laughs) about a lot of things you found. But let's move on. Wait, what else have I found? Oh, just a lot of nonsense over the years. Wow. Yeah. Like what? I'm not going to say. Why? Why hold back now? You never have before. You know, I'm a kind person. That is untrue. No, it actually is very true that I'm very kind. I'm no. not nice. No, but I'm very kind. <laughs> I think you are quite nice. I am actually, actually not nice. To <laughs> I think anyone. you're incredibly unkind. I am not kind. Uh, yeah, to you're you. right. You are not to you. Kind. <laughs> to you. Mm, and other people, I would say. Who? Who am I not kind to? I mean, I don't. Who am I to say? Exactly. So let's keep our lips zipped. It would be unkind of me to list (laughs) all of the people that you're unkind to. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm happy with this. I'm glad that we're both keeping our lips zipped. (laughs) That's what the listeners love is when you and I, (laughs) we get on here and we zip our lips. That's what they're tuning in for every couple weeks. Yeah. (laughs) When we release an episode. Listen, we're back and better than ever. Are we? Yes. This is us better than ever. I think so. And not severely splintered. Why are we splintered? I don't know. We're fighting. I'm not fighting with you. Oh. I would never fight with you. You fight with me all the time. You have a poor recollection of my love. Mm, That seems very invalidating. See, here you go. (laughs) I love you. I sit here. I sit across from you and I stare at you and I say, you won't breathe with I me. I won't breathe with you because I'm not trying to have a sexual relationship. I don't want to have sex She's with you. She's trying to have and a sexual have relationship with me. stop pushing this narrative. I'm, you're trying to have a sexual relationship with me, and I don't think that it's appropriate. It, you're, you're right. You're it would a, be inappropriate were that the case. You're in a, you're in a relationship. And you have a child. Mm-hmm. I don't want lines to get blurred. But I sit here, and I compliment your supple skin. When? When have you done that? Except for Literally, right now. on the podcast. Go back two episodes. You don't listen You're to right. the podcast. I don't, I don't listen to the podcast. Maybe you'll read it. <laughs> Probably not, seeing as I have reading difficulty. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. Anyways, is there anything else we wanted to talk about other than just bicker all day? Look, I've been having a week. Yeah, she has. We've all had a week, you know, because that's how days work. Right. I understand that. But this isn't about everybody else's week. I'm talking about my week specifically. 
Um, things are tough, folks. You guys know. You guys have been around. Uh, you're aware of the overturn of Roe v. Wade, right? I'm sure, listeners. I mean, are you aware, Tavi? That I this is the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> well, are you familiar with what Roe v. Wade is? Mm, is that like Roscoe versus Chicken and Waffles, or no? Because that's not a thing. Okay. Oh, the best way to cross a stream. That's what Ben said. Well, why don't you inform me and the listeners who also may not be aware? Wait, but are you really not aware? No, I'm aware. Oh, then why don't you inform us? Because I don't feel like it. Well, I only have the bandwidth to talk about what I wanted to talk about, and it's <laughs> not. Like, I don't it's not explaining okay, what Roe v. Wade the is. Overturn of Roe v. Wade: A woman's right to seek a healthy, uh, safe abortion. Um, and the right to, I believe, what is it? Privacy of health care. Yeah, it was overturned. Yes, it was overturned by the Supreme Court. Very disappointing, very disheartening. A bummer for um, people with uteruses all over the country. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think it's been weighing hev- heavily on a lot of folks uh, where I am, I think, dealing with a lot of frustration is whenever the topic of abortion comes up, so does the conversation, the topic of adoption, um, both on the side of pro-life and pro-choice. And it is heavily centered upon um, adoptees and fosters being commodities to be traded and owned. Um, And... Why don't you give us more? But what exactly is being said so they yeah. can have a reference point? I, well, I was getting there. But yeah, I can start with like very specifically what's bothering me. What I am seeing consistently surrounding the conversation of abortion and when adoption is being referenced are statements in regards to uh, I've seen declarations that like pro-life people should be forced to adopt. Mm. Uh, I have seen... Uh, that's the narrative I think that I've seen the most consistently. I'm sure I've seen others. Oh yeah. There's also like a meme going around of like uh, a white couple with a poster that says, we'll adopt your baby. Um, which is problematic for like so many issues. I haven't decided if I have enough time to talk about that, but very specifically, um, what I'm, the frustration that I'm dealing with right now is seeing this statement, this sentiment being shared over and over again, that um, pro-life folks need, to should be forced to adopt. And I think what is bothering me the most about this is that it is very dehumanizing to adoptees and to fosters because the assumption is that um, we should be used very specifically to serve a purpose. And that purpose is to punish people that are Mm -hmm. pro-life. I think that it undermines the very issue, the very like basis of uh, pro-choice folks, which is that we want to inform people that they should have the right to their own body. Why would we want to um, push adoptees and fosters into the arms of people that don't believe that women or people with uteruses in general should have the right to choose what happens to their body. Wouldn't that in turn just like defeat the whole purpose of being pro-choice and like uplifting those ideas. What bothers me the most though, is that I'm consistently seeing people share this. And these are people that are like in my life, people that I'm close to people that I know that I'm not the only adoptee that they, um, that they are friends with or that are members of their family. And, 
I guess like what I find to be so frustrating is it feels very, it feels incredibly dehumanizing as an adoptee. Um, It feels very dismissive. It feels very ignorant, thoughtless. Um, And I think that it's weighing really heavily on me because of the fact that adoption is brought up so often in the conversation of abortion and it is very rarely centered around the experience of the adoptee. So we're seeing, we will see adoption being brought up um, usually by, uh, by adoptive parents or by foster parents saying that like, um, you know, they believe in a woman's right to choose because of the fact that there are so many people that were forced to have children. Those children were placed into adoption. Adoption is trauma. It is a, you know, hard experience for everybody involved. And I'm very grateful to see um, adoptive parents have these conversations. But I think that it is also really frustrating that the conversation still isn't being had with adoptees specifically. Furthermore, um, on the pro-life side, I think that we're constantly seeing adoption being used as an alternative to abortion without acknowledging the fact that the for-profit adoption system is essentially human trafficking. Uh, And with that comes groups and sort of like underground organizations and communities that will actively rehome children once they are deemed too difficult or not a right fit for families as if they are dogs from a pound. Um, it's not giving consideration to the reason why children are being put up for adoption to begin with. And a lot of those times it has to do with like socioeconomic issues, um, you know, like family trauma, things of the like. And I am getting just tired of, I think people not addressing the adoptee and foster child experience. And more recently, I saw a post today. I obviously won't say who it came from, but I'd seen a post that um, someone had pointed out that sharing the opinion that pro-life folks should be forced to adopt is very disrespectful to families that chose to adopt because those families don't see it as a punishment. And while I think the sentiment is correct, this post went on to say that the people that choose to adopt are like the kindest, most considerate caring people and more people should be like them and blah 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 yada 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 and like first and foremost I really don't think that that's like uh true or necessary to reference because when it comes to parenthood in general um parenthood is a choice I don't think that anybody that chooses I don't think that whether you choose to have a child biologically or you choose to adopt, I don't think either one of those choices should be one that is praised by anybody. Um, I think that you're making a choice to love a child and that's it. And so I think to add like extra emphasis or like uh, celebratory opinions surrounding people that do that is like annoying and problematic because like human beings are flawed and it's um, a really annoying take. I am taking this like very personally. I'm realizing I know that I'm rambling. But what I noticed when I had seen that post was a lot of people, uh, they were commenting and some people were in agreement and they were like, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
you know, people should be more thoughtful about that. But I also saw people that were like making the comment of like, yeah, that's so true because I could never do it. I could never adopt a child. I could never foster a child, which I think is like one of those things that you should say in, inside of your head and like not maybe on a social platform because like the idea that it would be so hard to like love a child that needs to be loved is like very wild to me. Um, So that was very annoying. But Above all else, I saw this post that frustrated me. I thought about commenting on it and I didn't because I don't like engaging with people on social media. And also because this person made a post that I think ultimately led people to the same opinion that I want people to have, which is that we shouldn't share these like sort of um, dangerous and disrespectful sentiments. But I did realize that I have this platform, our podcast to talk about it. And so I have. So if you're somebody that is making statements like this, um, maybe think about it again and don't do it anymore. What about you? What do you have to talk about, Tavi? It's disgusting. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to take any momentum off of what you said. I think that I want our listeners to sit with that. Um, outside of that, we're going to get to some questions. That Wait, we have you're not going to talk about anything? No. Okay. Okay. I enjoyed everything that you had to say, and I think it's important for people to like take that in. Okay. So take a moment. All right, we've got questions because you guys submit questions to us. This That's is like an the whole thing. Podcast. This is the whole thing. And we give you advice. My unprofessional advice is professional. Advice. Her <laughs> advice is not unprofessional because advice. she's not professional in any aspect of her life, and also she's illiterate. Mm, I'm pretty sure that I'm a comedy she historian. She has literacy issues, but... and she's talked about it openly on the podcast. And I have to respect my friend for that. Thank you for being so vulnerable with us. I don't Isn't know. My bad <laughs> for you know just. Dismissing what you had going on. So, um, let's so jump right up in. So that we can give unprofessional advice. And I'll give some professional advice and you'll have both. <laughs> no, you won't um, because she's not a professional. Our first piece of uh, question, not piece of advice, but our first question <laughs> is. I love getting um, just a piece of a question. Yeah, just a piece of a question. Mm-hmm. Any tips? <laughs> no. Um, any tips on how to handle outgrowing a relationship? Ooh. Well, let me just tell you this. I've been trying to break it to Becky for weeks now. I'm done with her. <laughs> it's very difficult. Then why do you keep showing up at my house? Man, I had to get my lasagna dish back and then the baby's cute and there's like just a lot going on. It's a lot. It's never been a good time for me. No, um, I'll let you go first on this one. Do you want to go? Or are you winning? Yeah, you no, I can go first. Okay. Um, any tips? My uh, tip would be uh, allow space to naturally form because I think that's sort of what happens mm. yeah. when you start to outgrow a relationship. You start you start to realize that maybe it's not serving you the way that it once was, or that you aren't serving it. Yeah, and so I think space is natural. I think taking time for yourself to sort of navigate whether um, it's working for you or what is or isn't working for you. Um, If you think that it's, you know, if there's a way that you could repair it or if you want to, you know, then I would encourage you to have like a transparent conversation Mm -hmm. with whoever you're in this relationship with. But beyond that, like, yeah, I think just taking some space for yourself is good. I don't know if this is like a friendship or like an intimate relationship with somebody um, but my tips still stand either way. And I agree. I think allowing space to form naturally, taking the time for yourself, she's really hit the nail on the head with allowing space to form naturally because sometimes you don't want to end a relationship. You're just like, 
I need to take a step back from how close we are or like how much it's draining on me. Mm -hmm. And then you just can move forward clearly because now you have like more space in between you. Now, if you're saying that this relationship is a done deal and you fully outgrown it, my tip would be like in handling it would be to recognize that nobody has to be at fault. People Mm -hmm. just grow apart. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to point fingers or blame or get angry. It is normal to feel a little irritated and sad. And that may manifest itself as anger and wanting to place blame because you're mourning a relationship. But I think like allowing yourself to just say this was like a really good run because it didn't have to last forever. It was just like for a time in your life. Mm -hmm. Then moving forward um but not blaming the other person and try to be as open and as kind as possible i mean if you want to com- if you want to communicate that to them, like if this is the end of a relationship and you're just like hey i don't know what it is but i just don't see this being beneficial you know what for whatever reason if you think that you're outgrowing it if it's like you're fighting a lot or you don't find merit and you know i know for me a lot of the times when it comes to me outgrowing relationships it has to do with respect mm. Because I can tolerate a lot of things. Um, and I enjoy people she for She really who they can. Are. And I enjoy people for who they are. I mm-hmm. think that's one thing about me is that like I, I really find the essence of a person very endearing. Just like who they are, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. But if I don't respect you, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. If I don't think that there's any... Like if you're just not, I think, intellectually up there, I can't do it. Because if you're talking to me and I think everything you say is full of shit, then, you know, what? where is it at? And so for me, I would be like if I was in that situation with somebody, I would just have to let them know like, hey, I'm not enjoying what we have going on right now. And I think it's better if we just take our time to be apart. And that's as kind as you can say it. Yeah. Agreed. And that's fine. And nobody should be mad about that. Some people can be hurt, mm-hmm. but you don't have to get upset with each other. There's like a saying. I can't remember how it goes. Some relationships are for a reason, a season, or forever. Lifetime or something like that. Yeah, reason, uh, season. Reason, or... season, lifetime. I don't know. I don't this know. could just be yeah. seasonal. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. And a lot of things are. Yeah. So, whatever. Um. Okay. Our next question First, they say, hope you're hydrated. Any advice for relationships? I'm black, queer, and neurodivergent, also AMAB, and 19. What's some good conversation starters or things to talk about? Because I never really know what to say. I'm guessing like when they meet new people. Oh. They want to know like how to speak to people. Which is like a normal thing to ask. I think like when you're neurodivergent, getting kind of like, what is it okay to talk about? Here's what I do. Because I hate small talk. Like, absolutely loathe it. I think it's gross. Say whatever's on your brain. Mm-hmm. I am I I love word vomit. <laughs> like, I think it's the best I'm way to get to know too, somebody. And, like, truly. Like, walk up to somebody if you want to talk to them and just be like, oh, my God, isn't that girl's skirt so ugly? And just say it. <laughs> just say And you know what? Somebody, they're going to love it. Some people won't. Some people will be like, I don't know. I actually like it. You don't want to be friends with them. That's I'm like really thinking about like first impressions that I've yeah. had with people. I remember like mo- most recently, the first conversation I had with somebody that I had known them for like I had just been introduced with that to them, and they had mentioned they were a bartender at like a bar locally, and they were like, "Oh my god, there's this guy wearing flip flops while flirting with this girl at the bar, and I can't stop 
looking at him because he keeps putting his feet on the chair without yeah. his flip flops on. And like, I was like, yes, I've been watching it. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And immediately connected with this girl. And yes. I will never forget her for the rest of my life. So say what is on your whatever mind it is that you are observing what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. If you have just been like fully fixated on the end of a book that you just read and you need yeah. to talk about it. I really think like being just as transparent and authentically you yeah. whatever it is as long as it's not about like doing something illegal i think that like th- what's important to remember is people who are looking to connect are open to connection totally so like if i'm out and you were to approach me if whatever energy i meet you with is where i'm at mm-hmm. and so like that has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with me and that's the same thing for everybody is if you walk out into the world and you try to make conversation with somebody and you feel like it's not going anywhere that's where they're at yeah. So it That's wasn't meant for you guys to connect anyways. Right. And it's somebody else will connect with you on that issue. If you walk up to somebody and you're just like, oh, my God, there's like so many people here today. It's making me a little bit nervous. Like if you were in a class or you're just out and you're, you know, experiencing like, oh, I'm getting a lot of anxiety. I've said that to people. I walk into comedy clubs and I've literally met people in comedy bathrooms talking about, oh, my gosh, there's so many people here. I have so much anxiety. They're like, girl, me too. Like, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then you have people who will talk to you. Yeah. Because they were open to having that conversation. And a lot more people are open than you might think. Mm-hmm. I think we're all everyone's just really afraid to make the first step a lot of times, which is how I've made a lot of friends, because I am not afraid to just say whatever. I will add on that I in most places that I have met somebody new, at least over the last few years, it has really been in spaces where I already have something heavily in common with the other people that are there. So like majority of the new people that I, that I meet are like at a comedy show or Mm -hmm. water aerobics or being, you know, pregnant moms. Like I will say that like a lot of the social interactions that I have recently are, or work Mm -hmm. like a lot of them, like we already have something heavily in common so I think if you are somebody that struggles a little bit with social environments, I do encourage you to maybe seek out um, activities or um, communities of something that you're already interested in, because then you already have like yeah. a built in point of conversation, a talking point, something to address, Absolutely. something to build from. So if you're just sort of like trying to branch out, mm. maybe start there. But yeah, I don't really have any like good conversation starters. I would just like I best comment. Doesn't this suck (laughs) when you're somewhere that sucks? Just walk up to me like, doesn't this fucking suck? Truly, some of the best conversations I've had are when I sit down next to somebody and I'm like, I hate it here. Yeah, there you go. I hate it here. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it suck? And if they're just like, wait, here and you're just like, no, like existence. Mm -hmm. And then everybody, you find you like people, unless you don't believe that. This is coming from two bitches who are like. (laughs) Because I really will be like, I hate it here. And somebody will be like, in what sense? Well, what sense do you relate to? (laughs) Because all of them, I hate it here. I hate it right here physically, but also like mentally in my own head. And also just like existentially, like, why do I exist? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you're like us, then just start the conversation with I hate it here and you'd fit right in with our group. Walk up to me and Becky at a at a bar and be like, I hate it here. And be like, bitch, sit down. <laughs> it fucking sucks here. Also, I will say this. You can never go wrong with a compliment. That's you true. Can ne- people love being complimented. So find something you like about them. That's how I hit on people. And it's great because it always allows for conversation. Is that why you never compliment me? 
I compliment you all the time. This is why I don't talk to you because you love to forget that I'm extremely kind to you all the time. You openly admitted at the beginning yes, of this podcast. Yes, because I lie on the podcast and we know that. Which That's means canon. you lie in real life. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon that I lie. You're lying about giving me compliments. I'm not lying about giving you compliments. How am I supposed to know, I know if that you lie all the time? It's recorded that I've said it, but also I do nice things for you. So whatever. Debatable. Um, are we ready for our last question? It's kind of gross. <laughs> Is it gross? <laughs> it's not gross. I'm not going to shame him. Because this is a real problem. We need to talk. Um, <laughs> They're all real problems, Toffee. <laughs> um, actually, this isn't actually a question. It's just somebody wants to know it. So I'm just going to read it. And then we can actually ha- go to a question. Okay. It says, the suction cup on my dilly do is worn. And I don't know if I can save up and get a replacement. Love the podcast, by the way. Man, I think at some point you just buy another suction cup <laughs> you just and you get, glue it you inside just, of that suction cup and then you just oh that's a perfect idea yeah i would never have thought of that oh i'm crafty never have thought of that <laughs> so okay. yeah so let's get to an actual question it says peace and blessings y'all okay so i met this guy who's a black nationalist like myself we are in the same group for black liberation Mm -hmm. now i don't talk to all the members i'm trying to get to know them but so far i've only connected with three members this man being the third and we've been flirting here and there for a few days but he lives in uh i always say this wrong guyana guyana he asked me if i would date someone from there and i said yes I don't care. Depends on the vibes. But then he asked about somebody who lives there now if I would date him, basically. And I was like, that would be an issue because I'm going to want him in person. Long story short, I'm talking to him, kind of giving him a chance, but it would be a long distance thing, which I've done before, but he dead asses in a whole different country. He said he'd fly me out or come here, which is cute, but I heard to wait six months in to make plans for the future. Mm -hmm. Him being a black nationalist is great. We have similar goals, but again, I'm 19, about to be 20. He recently turned 20. Am I overthinking? I just started talking to him more one-on-one, but I like a man with similar goals. I'm AMAB queer. He's cis and Muslim, so he fast. I don't know how that goes. (laughs) I've never experienced something like this. I kind of like it. Anyways, am I doing too much? Sincerely, a bitch who just want to be loved. Just go with the vibe, friend. Go with the vibes. We love the vibes. Just keep going forward. See how you feel. Y'all are both young. Have fun with it. If it mm-hmm. works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You can always circle back to it yeah, five like or six so times over the young, next decade. This is the time to do ridiculous mm-hmm. things. Like date somebody long distance and fly to another country and like yes. have random sex on the beach. It sounds so fun. It's what you have to do. And honestly, honestly, getting stranded in a other country because you guys broke up and had a terrible fight seems is lit. also like a thing to do in your 20s. Yeah. So like just don't even and everything will work out. Because that's what your 20s are for. Honestly, it really <laughs> why is it that in your 20s everything finds a way? But yeah. <laughs> buckle up because your 30s will not be like that. People take so much pity on 20-year-olds because we've all done it. If you see if I there could be a 20-year-old girl who would walk up to Becky's doorstep crying in the rain and she'd be like, I get it. You had a <laughs> Absolutely. night. You had Come a in. night. Come in. We'll play some Olivia Rodrigo and <laughs> talk about it. It's it okay. was really hard for you tonight, wasn't it? <laughs> we know that we understand so just go have fun mm-hmm. don't overthink it he's 22 that's the thing that was getting me i was like if you were gonna say that this man was like 30 something which years is what i thought that was yeah. where it was going but yeah. y'all are both in your 20s go have fun 
Yeah. Have fun. Y'all have similar values. Yeah. Like you are in just like the be- the prime of your life. And now that I think, I think you meant fast as in like he moves fast mm-hmm. because he's Muslim. I don't know that that's true either. But even if they do, you don't have to move fast because right. they're moving fast. Move at whatever is comfortable for you. If this is com- a comfortable pace, then it is okay. I think a lot of times we also get hung up on thinking like everyone says this is too fast. Everyone says this is too much. If you're okay with it, then it's fine. Right. When it's st- when you start feeling away, listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Listen to your intuition. Follow that. Don't ignore it. Don't push it down. If you feel uncomfortable, that is reason enough to slow down. Right. But if you're enjoying yourself, then enjoy yourself. Yeah. I would say I check in with yourself regularly. Got married after two months and they're still together. My parents got married after four, I think four yeah. months and they were so together like, forever. If it's a, it's not about a speed thing. Some people really do know when they're in it and some people don't. But if you're totally. not ready for that because you're just turned 20, I completely understand. But just say that. Make that known to the person that you're with that like, hey, I would like us to slow down a little bit and just have fun. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't respect that, that is a red flag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but otherwise, enjoy the vacation. See, if they're trying to get you flued out, girl, go on. Yeah. Do it. Have fun. That's yeah, I it. Think that's all. Check Those in with yourself things. often. That's the only advice I would give. Check in with yourself. Make sure you're feeling good. That's really all that matters. Yep. But you're going to be okay. Have okay. a good time. Yes. We're with you in spirit. We are. And honestly, mm-hmm. maybe literally. Who yeah, knows? We, we might also go down. <laughs> um those are all of our questions for this episode yay we did it we did it thank you guys for being so patient with us we know we've taken a lot of time off between my health and becky's you know motherhood and working all the time she's just a superstar we sometimes I mean, life both catches of us, up truly. to us yeah so we do appreciate you being really patient with us um but we are here and we don't take like seasonal breaks so we figure like weeks off here and they're not like a thing yeah so and maybe one day we will take seasonal breaks. But right now, we're just going with what feels right. And we will try. Um, we haven't been great about this so far. But if there are weeks where we don't drop an episode, I will try very hard to make sure that we're still updating our um, playlist. Yeah, because we have not been updating our playlist. Well, I mean, I've been updating it. Yeah, but. so it's like, <laughs> just know that like 90% of the songs on there are Becky songs. It's 70%, but okay. Okay, well, whatever. So I have to like overload it with more music from me. Yeah. But I mean, Tavi's not the best communicator. It's no. hard. You know. But we're going to get through it. Tavi. Yes. Where can people find you? You know what I mean? Ten toes on the pavement, hanging, banging, slinging that thing, be slinging. Y'all bitch know how I move <laughs> in these streets. You know how my body moves, how I shake. You see my shadow. You're scared. You're shook, shaking. But also find me Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Tommy Talks Trash. Becky, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Oh That's Becky. Uh, you can check out my stand-up at ohthatsbecky.com. Uh, also, you can click on my link tree. Uh, I have all of my upcoming shows there now because I'm trying to be more organized. If you guys like the podcast and if you need advice, you can click the link in either one of our link trees or the link in the show notes of this episode. You can send us a question. We'll answer it on the pod because that's what we do. Mm. Also, we didn't even talk about water aerobics. We didn't. We'll we talk, talk about, about it, it next time. time. Yeah. Also, I will also have my website up as soon as Becky designs it for me. 
Which I'm um, not doing. So if somebody wants to um, cash up or Venmo Tavi so that uh, <laughs> she can find somebody else to put her so website together, that would be cool. Becky can design my website. I'm for absolutely. Me. I won't be doing that. She. I have made it clear on more than one occasion, and now it's fully documented. First of all, she. This is the first I'm ever hearing of it, and I didn't even hear it. <laughs> Okay, you guys, if you like the podcast, please remember to rate and review. We need more uh, reviews. I actually haven't read reviews in a really long time, but it would be really nice to hear from you. Maybe we'll do another review raffle in the next six Ooh, months or so. That yeah. could be fun. Um, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.